And welcome, everybody, to another edition of To The Turnbuckle, presented by Bruiser Nation Productions, right here on Heel Turn Wrestling on Facebook. How sweet it is, how sweet it is, how sweet it is to be loved by a producer like you. Mr. Travis Snapper, how are you, buddy? Stressed, but feeling pretty good, bro. Bro. And yes, you'll recognize if you look at your beautiful screen, we have a two, two, count them, two virtual members today uh, making his illustrious return for To The Turnbuckle for the next half hour, 45 minutes or so, is Mr. King of the Hill, the guy I can't stand. You haven't seen him lately, and I'm okay with that. I'm just playing, Ryan. Ryan, how the hell are you, brother? Oh, I'm great. It feels good to be back on here and talk with you guys about some wrestling. And Logan, I've missed you too, buddy. I've missed you, you know too, it. buddy. I, you know bit. it. It was good to see you bit. on Sunday, by the way. It was good to see you on Sunday, by the way. Out for the record, I muted him for like the first 10 seconds, so I made you proud. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Can you put them up there? Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah. I can. Can you do that for me? And, of course, that means we have to also introduce the father of the year, the leader of this whole damn thing, Mr. Bruiser Nation Production himself. <clears throat> My favorite minister, some days. Jason MacDaddy McCarthy, how are you, brother? I'm pretty good. Some days that's a I'm pretty good. Some days that's a greetings. Every day, every day minister, everybody's father, favorite minister, pod, father, caster, podcaster, worker, every day, worker, every day. And Ryan, since you left, the mute button has become Travis's favorite button. So just be ready for that. So be prepared to be muted the whole show. So be prepared to be yeah, muted the whole much. show. Yeah, I know pretty much. I'm kind of sad because people can't see my grin right now. An awesome promo. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Before we dive too far into this, before we dive too far into this, before we get going, last night was the first time I ever put something in your chat where every single one of you guys agreed. Never happened before. And it's never happened before. We were just glad you were in the group chat. Look at you. Welcome back. I may have had a few drinks. Oh, hey. You know, I'm, I believe it, but I'll you know, I'm, I believe you're late. it, but I'll okay, take it. Last that's, night that's was why a win. My man over here. No, that's not why. I was gonna say he didn't look any worse. For I was gonna say he morning. didn't look any worse for wear this okay. morning. Seemed to be okay. Uh, what is your schedule now, Mister McCarthy? Let's ask this live on the air. Dude, I don't even. Dude, I don't even know anymore. Right now it's like because my, my rundown depends on what the hell your schedule is. All right, right, right now it's morning. Right, right okay, now we'll it's talk. morning. We'll I don't know. If we could ever get you to sit down to dinner, you greedy son of a. Let's yeah. get you to sit down to dinner. All righty, let's chat. Let's talk some wrestling. Let's talk some not so extreme rules. Let's talk wasn't really that extreme rules. Uh, let's talk. There were too many rules. Okay. Universal Champion Roman Reigns defeated the de- the Demon Finn Balor after the rope broke. What the hell was that? Ryan, I'm going to, you're, you're back. Tell me what that was. It was a big old mess. The it was a big old mess. The WWE backed themselves into a corner and they didn't know what the hell they were going to do to get themselves out of it. You know. It, you know, for a second, they actually might have had me believing once the demon came back to life right there. Like, that was pretty cool. I've never saw them do that yet, unless I've missed it. But, no, that that was pretty cool. And they had me believing for, like, a split second. I was like, maybe, maybe they'll just pull the plug on him and give him the title and then have Roman get it back beforehand somehow, some way. But I thought they were going to do it. But it was a real – that was actually a really good match overall. Like, I enjoyed it all the way through. It was finally the most extreme part. It only took us two and a half, almost three hours to get to that extreme part of extreme rules. But outside of that, that was really good. I really loved the Roman part where he went through the crowd and put the mask on because he didn't want to be – Breathing our air Columbus with us peasants Ohio, there so. here in Columbus, Ohio. So overall, I thought that was a really fun match. Overall, I thought that was a really fun match, and I was glad it was the main event. And I was really hoping there for a second that they would try and trick us there and actually pull the plug and give it to the demon. Well, I tell you, like you, when when the demon started to flop like a fish, SpongeBob style, I thought, oh boy, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then he gets up top for the coup de gras, and then the rope. Literally breaks. What the hell? The only here, I will give one positive to this. The only positive is this. At least it's something we hadn't seen before. That's it. It's the only one I can give you. 
That's true. That's it. It's the only one I can give you. And I'll, I'll justify a whole lot of crap this company does, but there's no justification for that. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't have the words. McCarthy, you yes, weren't sir. there, but maybe you were tuned yes, in. Yes, sir. Oh, I most certainly was tuned in. What'd you think oh, of I that Oh, I most certainly was finish. tuned in. I was watching it. Uh, so, uh, so, gosh. Well, the finish, well, it's terrible. Kind of terrible. Kind of terrible. I don't see the psychology behind it. I don't understand how other dudes were able to jump off the ropes and a dude that's like, you know, cut as hell, strong as hell, but not really more than 10 pounds heavier than I am. Could break yep. the so ropes, it really, yeah, it, it so it didn't really. Yeah, it, it took me completely. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was into it from from the moment they started to the the genius, like Ryan said, of Roman Reigns putting the mask on, the foot to the foot flopping of the fish and the red lights and the smoke man. I was sucked in hundred percent, and then the rope broke. Although I do have to say. I don't um, really hear the vitriol. I don't really hear the vitriol. Thought I expected to hear from some guys that were so upset because the third party company messed up some explosions. But this was planned. It was terrible. And no one seems to be as upset. I just called it pretty. I just asked. I vehemently asked what the hell that was. Here's oh, the no, thing, though. Like, you did. oh no, you're, you're you, you, you did. Like, I'm just saying, you were on like the other end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, when a, a third party company made a mistake for a wrestling company. Here's the thing, though. Like, yelling and screaming, yelling and screaming and anger and such a great. How could they ruin such a great thing? They don't lie to us. They they tell us. They essentially tell us they're going to insult our intelligence. That that's the only thing. Like we we. The reason we can get so upset with AEW is this: because we expect better. We expect better. That's that's why we we get so upset with AEW. We don't expect better with Vince. We're like, what else can you do? Eventually, he's just going to have his whole twig and berries out there for an entire match. Oh please, God, no! Please, God, Mister Napper, you were also in attendance at Extreme Rules. I was. What did you think of the stupid as hell? Finish. I thought it was an accident. I legit thought it just flat out just broke by some random chance. I didn't think it was planned at all until later realized that, yeah, that's what the way they were going. Uh, I, I legitimately thought something bad had happened, and that's that's where we're going with this. And then they did the spear to kind of save face and get them out of there. But I legit thought he got hurt. So, on one hand, it kind of did its job because I thought it was a mistake. But then I realized it wasn't, and now I feel kind of stupid. So they did insult my intelligence, but they also proved that my intelligence is probably not that high. Um, Don't feel bad. I keep watching these shows every week. (laughs) I didn't like it. I did not like it at all. Uh, Shocker, big shocker. But I will say this, like Ryan said, I, too, also very much enjoyed the match for the most part. Um, and for what it what it's worth, the way they set up that spot, I loved. That was incredible. And Jason and I actually had this conversation today at work. That was everything the fiend should have been, with the red light that he wasn't. Because I love the way they built that to where it was. He got into this new mode. You got into this different mode, the actual demon mode when the red light hits. That's everything it should have been with Bray Wyatt that it wasn't. Because the biggest knock on the Fiend character was, okay, it's just Bray Wyatt in a mask. There's nothing different about it. Yeah, he no-sold a couple times or most of the match, but when he moved, it was still Bray Wyatt. There was an extra aggression with the the demon with Finn Balor when the red light hit. Yeah, he was still aggressive as he was in the match, but it, it was it was amplified. I love that. If they keep that, I will be f- very much happy because I think it's a good element. Maybe don't do it too much to the work to the point that it doesn't become special. But if they keep that up, I think it works. Well, the, what I thought of, and I don't know if any of you are Dragon Ball Z fans, but yeah. I thought of Majin Vegeta. 
Uh, yeah, I th- when when he all right, fine, we'll come back to life, and I'll end this whole damn thing. Uh, <laughs> like that's what I thought of, and like the crowd was going nuts when it happened too. And at first, when they started playing the music, I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of. I, I thought started, at first they were just going to play the beginning part of his entrance, and then they played the whole entrance. I was like, that's different. But I, I didn't hate it. But it was just it was that was kind of weird. But then he went to the top for the coup de gras, and I was like, oh, my God, they're going to do it. They're going to pull the trigger. Yeah! And I was excited. I was with the crowd. And then the rope snapped. Because cause I'm th- cause what I was thinking when he got up there, I was like, all right, one, two, three. Friday he beats regular thin, and you can still do everything you want to do. And you, prote- you protect the demon. And because, it, like I said, at some point we're reaching almost Hogan territory with Roman Reigns here. We are. Who the hell is going to beat this guy? Uh, I, I've, I hope it's not a Hogan length run to where we had essentially seven years until Ultimate Warrior showed up. But we'll see. We'll see. Good God, we'll see. Um, all right, Ryan, any final thoughts on the finish? Did you think for a half a second there, did you think the demon was going to get it done? Yeah, I said that. I thought he was going to get yeah, it done. I, I said like, that. I thought he was going to get it done. I was like, once like the, a fish and he started flopping like a fish and came back to life and just destroyed Roman. I was like, they're really going to do this. Like, I got up. I got into it with everybody else in attendance. And I was like, it's about time. They're about to hit the wow factor with this. And I thought it was coming. And then they hit the wow factor on a sour apple right there and let the ring break. And, you know. Like I said, they backed you know, like I said, they backed themselves into a pickle. They didn't know what they wanted to do. Way out of it, and that was their best way. They had a wow factor, all right. As in, wow, what a stupid idea! Is that good enough for you, McCarthy? Yeah. Outside of that, it was a fantastic. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'll take it. Uh, All right. I'll take it. Well, to to touch on what he's kind of (laughs) wanting us to do, the only thing I'll say is it's kind of two different situations. We all expected a big explosion because we know what those matches were like. Nobody was expecting this. That's why it's not as angry, I guess, is because it was just one of those things that was just a dumb booking finish. They booked themselves into that corner with the explosion because everybody was expecting it because that's the the stigma around those matches. And I, and I do. I think it's a case of, look, I'm used to WWE uh, yeah. disappointing me. I'm used to them just letting me letting me down. All right, fine, whatever. Just thanks. Thanks for thanks for mucking that up. You found a what? Uh, so so you can't get a, if If you keep going back to the girl or, or guy, whatever you're into, that cheats on you, after about the fourth or fifth time, I don't want to see you cry. All right, once look. So we can't cry. Look, once look, slip-ups happen. It's unfortunate. It's part of life. It happens. It shouldn't happen, but it does. But after three, four, five times, and she's still stepping out on you, you can't complain anymore. So that's where we're at, McCarthy. She keeps stepping out. I keep coming back because I'm a dumbass. (laughs) All right. SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch uh, defeated Baka Blair. Well, not defeated. We didn't need a no contest after Shasta Banks had to show up. Nice she could get up off the floor and not cry. Um, and I hate her. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> character-wise. Um, and personally. Uh, so, yes, this episode is also brought to you by Piss and Vinegar. We didn't invent it, but we perfected it. Mr. 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 King of the Hill. What'd you think of this? I'm going to give you some quick thoughts we can play off. I thought this went too long, especially for somebody like Becky Lynch, who's not really back in ring shape yet. I was like, oh, God, there's a lot of downtime here. Feels like a Taker or Hogan slow dance. Or should we expect that from them? That's their style. They're just trying to get through it. Absolutely. But I expected a little bit Absolutely. more from these women as far as it wasn't bad, but I was like, this is slow. Ryan, what were your thoughts? I, I agree with you there. It was a very I, slow I agree with match. you there. It was you a very slow that, match. Like, you can tell that like Becky was still trying to dust off the ring rust that she had. 
but you know it was solid the crowd was really into it back and forth the est we can go let's go becky chance so it did its job to the fans and attendance i guess because the crowd was really behind it i think that was the highlight of the whole match one thing is if you know this is an actual extreme rules pay-per-view like it says then this interference from sasha doesn't even in this match and we just keep going until we get a finish but there was a lot of, regular, a lot of regular rules going on this night besides the match that we just talked about. But outside of that, was a it was a I decent match. More. I did expect more. The best part about it was, the best part about it was just how hot the crowd was into it. The crowd loves both of these two. One thing I'm learning right now is that Becky's trying so hard to get over as a heel, and it's just not working. The fans are still behind her. There was a lot of people holding up signs saying the man and everything. So. As much, so, as, as, much as she's trying to get over and be hated, it's, it's really not working. So I'm intrigued to see if they might flip it back and make Bianca a heel because I think she could be a fantastic heel in the company if they ever pull that plug on her. It's not working for me. I bought a I bought a Becky Lynch T-shirt there, so I guess I didn't I didn't do a good job and play along. Uh, but I was chanting. What can I say? I root for the heels. That's why I like WWE. So see what I did there, McCarthy. See what I did. Yeah, oh, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm Team Thanos. What did it cost? Everything. All right. So, speaking of people that weren't in attendance, we're not going to talk to them yet. We're going to talk to somebody that was in attendance. Mr. Napper. Oh, hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, what did you think of this match? Again, I thought it was slow. I, it felt like Taker, Hogan... Like, I, where you kind of, you know that they have serious limitations, so they're just trying to get through everything they do. I didn't. But, go ahead. But I was like, man, this is, this is pain. This is slow. This is like me running. Go ahead. I didn't mind the slow start. Buster! Woo! Buster! Uh, I didn't mind the slow start. I did, however, start to get frustrated when it did get a little bit slow towards the middle and towards the end. Uh, yeah, you could definitely tell they're both kind of working working with each other to knock off that ring rust still. I mean, let's be honest. She only had 26 seconds to to knock off the ring rust for the first time. So she's still a little rusty. Um, I've, I've got some advice for that, but I'll let you finish. I'm afraid what it is. Um, <laughs> but I didn't mind the match so much because, like Ryan said, the crowd was very into it. That kind of kept me into it a little bit. Um, they could have probably gone a little bit quicker. I, I didn't really like the the interference. I, I, I understand everybody's, you know, most people are pretty happy that Sasha's back. I'm not. She can get fired tomorrow. I'm fine. It, it's not even so much that. I want, honestly, I want her on Raw. I don't want her on SmackDown anymore. I want her on Raw. Well, there's because I, I, I think that's where she belongs. But yeah, but now she's in a feud on SmackDown. They don't tend to really break them up. You're, you're expecting logic from this company. I know it's so <laughs> stupid of me. Uh, but I didn't mind the slow start because I like how they build it up. They kind of tease you a little bit. Like, is she really going to get her hands on Becky? Is she going to finally get retribution for what happened at at uh, SummerSlam? So I enjoyed the slow build from that spot. I thought it was good chemistry, good uh, ring psychology. But after that, it was just like, man, this match is still going. But again, the crowd got into it. The EST and the man chants were pretty cool. So and it was I was surprised. It, it was very split down the middle, a little bit more on Becky's side, I think, than Bianca. But it was very split down the middle for the most part. I thought of you as soon as I saw that split reaction because I, I remember remember I, I went to that live event in Detroit after Cleveland didn't work out for me due to because I'm a cripple and they didn't accommodate me. Anywho, uh, <laughs> uh, anywho, I remember I told you when come back from that Detroit live event, I said, wait till you see it in person. She's way I told you Bianca's way, way more over than we get the vibe on TV. Yeah, and I, I thought of you instantly. I was like, no, he's gonna, he's gonna see it. Yeah, he's you're right. He's gonna see it now. You were right. She definitely is. I usually am. Um, <laughs> but be, Becky was still more over. Oh, no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, like I said, I bought a t-shirt and I was whoa. whoa, whoa. All right, Mister McCarthy. What'd you think of this? Didn't you think it was slow? Tell me you agree with me because you're a smart individual. 
So I mean, so yes, I mean, yes, it was yes, slow. Starting slow was fine. You got to build slowly but surely. You slowly but surely. Yep. You got to build old the play. and anticipation and everything I mean, else. And, I mean, and the fifty-fifty the crowd. Fifty-fifty crowd. I'd probably say sixty-forty. Really did really show through on the network on the network or TV, whatever the hell you want to say, whatever the hell you want to say. But I think it was. But I think it was slow because they knew the they knew what the finish was going to be, and you've seen it. And, and you've and seen it time and time again in WWE. When they have a, planned, they have finish a planned finish like this, the wrestlers don't give it. The wrestlers all don't all the give it. They're all, all the time. They don't go one hundred percent, and that's no fault to them because they're still trying to build a feud. It's the way things are done there. If you look, but you, if you look, they do it more and more when they have these. No, or they have these. Or they have these no contest finishes, and I think that affected the flow of their match as well as Becky Lynch's ring rust. Because there's gonna be ring rust. Because there's gonna be ring rust. Ragging on Becky Lynch. Ragging on Becky Lynch. But like you said, twenty-six seconds. Twenty-six seconds in a ring. Now was she working in the performance center trying to get in shape? Center, I'm, sure get in shape. I'm sure she was. She's a professional. But there's nothing like live ring action to get yourself ready. To get yourself ready. But aside from but the finish, aside from the finish why can't we just why can't we just why couldn't Becky just why couldn't Becky just cheat? Like if they want her to get like over if they want her to get heel, over as a heel and she wants to get and over she as wants a heel, to get over as why is Sasha Banks why is Sasha Banks coming out stealing all of her heel thunder because Sasha's way easier to hate than Becky. Is. And just have Becky and just have Becky win. cheat to That's the win. surefire That's way, the surefire to, turn way to turn a face and heel. I think it's time and I think it's time to call the experiment, the a, experiment failure. a failure. She's not getting over. She's not getting over as a heel. heel. We talked about this when the announcement came out. We talked about this after SummerSlam. It's very similar. It's very similar to Stone Cold Steve Austin. She yes, she wanted to be heel. Being I get a heel's it. way Being more a fun. heel's way more fun. But you are so but you far are over so far no over that no one boo wants you. to boo you. Except people that have except people that have been either watching the product, or newer to the product, to the product. Gonna go the they're going to go with the crowd the or the storyline. But the diehards and, die and the more than casual fans do not want to boo Becky Lynch. We've Lynch. never wanted to boo Becky Lynch. In theater since her days in NXT, and I'm sure there's thousands of people out there that have been as well. We don't want to. It was the same thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. No one wanted to boo him. And it was because both, and it was in because both situations, both, in both situations organic, it was such an organic way of getting way over. of getting it wasn't over. the plan. It wasn't the plan. And it just kind of happened. And it just kind of happened. We don't want to let go. Of we don't want to let go of that as fans. But there's one thing we're getting a little too caught up in. I know this is going to sound hypocritical coming from me. But it's not 1995 anymore. And what that means is, is who cares if we're cheering or booing heels? Everybody's cheering or booing them anyway. Who gives it? Well, guess what? When Chris Jericho was world champion AEW, right? Heel. Inner Circle, originally heel group. MJF, heel. We all think he's great. Like, it's not that big of a deal anymore. Like, again, I know the hypocrisy, Mr. Nostalgia, Mr. Let's Go Back to the Way It Was. I know. I hear you. I can feel you coming through the screen. But the one thing that I think the business has evolved on and I'm fine with is is that the heel can get cheered and booed as well. Uh, because I've always liked heels anyway. Uh I love going back and watch Hollywood Hogan. Heel. Guess what? He was getting cheered. You know, everybody knows that NWO originally was heels. And, and, of course, that goes back to speaking of Hollywood, Rock and Hogan. The heel got, got cheered. The Rock got booed out of the building. So, oh, well, it, it is what it is. But that's the only thing. It's like, well, yeah, I hear you, but it doesn't really matter. But I, I have a magical solution, boys and girls, magical solution to this ring rust issue. I know that it's nothing like live, right? Nothing like live in the ring. I know that the pay-per-views are only once a month usually, occasionally twice. I have breaking news on this show. Each and every week, there's a live program where she can get in the ring and wrestle. It's called SmackDown. What? I know, Stunner. What? Also, breaking news, it's been around since 1999. Get in there and, and have a match. It's not that hard to do. 
two, three minutes just to knock my rust off. It, it, it's not that hard. Uh, why couldn't that be done? If, if she's back, back, then let's get her in there. And then, oh, breaking news, there's these things called live events. They also wrestle for like two hours, even though it's not on TV. Stunning, I know. All right. United Two States lost. champion Damian Bruce defeated Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. McCarthy, I'm going to start with you on this one. Were you like me? Did you want to see Jeff Hardy pull off the impossible? I I want to say I I want to say almost because of the crowd reaction. Dear Lord, like dear Lord, it's it's so amazing how he is amazing how he has stayed so relevant even not being on TV. Jeff Hardy. Like Jeff Hardy one of truly those, is one of those once in a generation stars where no one's gonna no one's ever gonna hate him for a month and he can be gone for a month and he's gonna get the reactions he got in Columbus. I almost thought they would just pull the trigger and shot the Columbus fans, but at the same time, you can't pull it off priest that early. He's done a great job as United States champion. Taking all comers, really going and at it, really Sheamus. going at it with like Sheamus. Sheamus. I mean, it seems like Sheamus is the bar, pun intended, in the mid card scene. You're going to get elevated to the top. You're going to get elevated to the top if you can hang. And by hang, I mean throw some potatoes with Sheamus and keep going for 20 minutes. Mr. Hill, Ryan, what'd you think, brother? Did you want to see Jeff Hardy get it done? Or are you happy Damon Priest won? Let me know what you thought. Yeah, I mean this match going yeah, into it. Yeah, I mean this match going into it, I this was the one where I was like, eh, if this was a bathroom break time, this this would be the perfect match to do it. But then I was truly surprised by how great of a match it was. Not with the talent involved. I don't know, I just felt like it was all thrown together and Hardy was thrown in to take the pin. But man, they really hyped it up really well. As McCarthy said, the Columbus crowd and every crowd that he's been in front of has just been so hot for Jeff Hardy that I was like there for a second, I thought they were going to pull it, especially after the bro kick to Priest off the top rope, and then he gets the little cheap throw Sheamus out the ring. I was like, they're really going to do this. Like, I can't believe they're actually going to do it. The roof would have blew off the nationwide. Like, that would have been the thing that just ended it all. We all would have left happy regardless of how the main event ended or not. But, yeah, there for a second, they had me believing it. They got me a few times on Sunday night, and they don't usually do that anymore. So, I thought for a second that Hardy was going to get it, and the crowd was really big into Jeff Hardy and they wanted that to happen so I got behind it and wanted it to happen as well but this match definitely exceeded my expectations and was very fun to watch I wanted it I wanted it I wanted it I wanted it oh there's no more words to say see what I did there Mr. Napper did you think they were going to pull it off are you glad they kept it on priest because I'm not I'm going through the entire match I was wanting priest to that was the way to go. If I would unmute myself. Um, but during the match, I thought going with Priest was the way to go. I thought that was that was the easy choice. I figured Hardy was in it just to take the pinfall. Uh, and then I heard the crowd. And dear Lord, and I said this to Jason uh, when we were talking today, they dropped the ball. Um. Is it, is it the end of the world? No. But, dear Lord, if they had given it to Hardy that night, that roof would have exploded. Exploded. Because everybody was on their feet. As soon as he went up to the top rope for a swanton, I saw everybody standing up. Everybody was losing their minds. When he got the, you know, when he got the throw out on Sheamus, everyone was losing their minds. If they had given it to Jeff Hardy, that would have probably been the smartest choice they could ever make that night because they were so close to having a magical moment of somebody of a pop blowing the roof off Nationwide Arena because that, that would have happened. And it's crazy that it wouldn't have been your main event. Well, it goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm not the only one that loves a little nostalgia here and there. I may be the only one on this show that loves it as much as I do, but there's there's certain people, and Jeff Hardy's one, that I don't care how old he gets, I don't care how old we get, uh, we all we all want to see Jeff Hardy succeed. 
So uh, I was glad to not be in the minority in the room for that particular moment. Uh, we have to, we have to get him on TV more and get a respectable push. Another United Championship run, or if he goes SmackDown, another Intercontinental Championship run would be absolutely incredible. All right. So now let's talk Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair defeated Alexa Bliss and uh, R.I.P. to Lily, we think, even though I think you could just sew her up like Chucky, uh, which I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens given the USA show and all that. So... That would actually probably be brilliant booking. <laughs> well, because you know, sometimes USA will have them do do this for this show. You know, yeah. we've seen Todd Chrisley in the crowd a few years ago because Chrisley knows best. So, like, why not? Kind of a you know a Chucky esque you know sew up for Lily. All right, Ryan, let's talk about it. Do you think this is the end of the Harley Quinn Alexa Bliss? Possessed by the fiend, whatever gimmick you want to call it now. What do you think of the match, and do you think it's the end of that gimmick? Do we get normal Alexa back, or what's happening? I think you kind of have to go. Back I think to you kind of have now. to go back like, to normal Alexa now. Like they kind of ran this character, I think, as far as they could. If they pulled the if they would have put the title on her, on it and put the title on her, then you can keep dragging it out. But they didn't want to do that. So I think now Alexa, after Lily, Charlotte destroyed Lily, ruined Lily. R.I.P. Lily. Could just be who knows. Could just be too easy to put it back together. But the way that they draw drew it out so much with Alexa just looking so distraught and screaming in the ring and on the ramp. It looked like that was the end of that era. Alexa and I think Alexa does come back. I think it's reported she's not going to be around for a few months now. She's taking some time off. She will be back to her normal. She will be back to her normal character. I think it's just as far as they can take this character. As for the match, I mean, I thought it was really solid. I also felt like this one was kind of. Slow too. Like there, was, there was, was some moments really in it that it was actually really fast-paced, in-ring action. a solid in-ring I action. Think they told a good story. I was disappointed in the finish because I, I really wanted Alexa to get, to get that moment in front of her hometown crowd. Even though they won't announce that she's from Columbus, Ohio. I don't know if it's just the character she's playing. I don't know if it's just the character she's playing or not. But they wouldn't do it. This is another moment. I just think this is another moment where WWE missed out on going ahead and just pulling the plug on it and letting Alexa get it in front of the home crowd. Because you know Charlotte's just going to win it back within a month if she. Does just lose keep it, building so up those title rings. And just keep her, building up those title rings. This for was her, probably but the one that disappointed. This was probably the one that disappointed me the most out of the whole night. But it was solid in ring action for them. That drove me so nuts <laughs> that they wouldn't announce that she's from Columbus, Ohio. Okay, like, so I'm not you, the only one that got. You okay, have the so opportunity the really to get probably the biggest yeah. pop of the night for Alexa Bliss, and you choose not to mention that she's from Columbus, Ohio. She's from the Fun House. She's a deranged Alexa Bliss. She's still Alexa Bliss. It's not like she's the Undertaker and she's from Death Valley. Like it's it was ridiculous. Was the challenger Alexa Bliss? She did. No, she did. I I was kind of disappointed though. She had a golden opportunity to get even more of a bigger pop. And I know you won't particularly like this, but um, she should have had a little Ohio State jersey made for Lily. Well, I mean, the gear the fit jacket, the color scheme, or at least but the I, I would have I would have laughed if Lily had a little bit of a, uh, a high state jersey. It'd be nice to know that they get satellite dishes at the funhouse. Uh, so man, you know, must be watching football. Anywho, uh, Mister Napper, what do you think of the match? Uh, did the right woman win? Thoughts? I I don't necessarily agree with Ryan. I don't think it went too slow. At some points, I think it was actually a pretty steady match. Throughout the entire match, I, I thought they did a good job of, you know, maybe Alexa is going to win. Maybe it is going to be Charlotte. I thought they played that very well. Um, at first, I wasn't a big fan of the finish because it it was kind of one of those boom, boom, done kind of things. Like, I, I got mad, I, I think it was a Raw, that... Randy hit the RKO on Lashley. It was the one Biggie cashed in. When Randy hits the RKO on MVP, gets in the ring, and then you know that a spear's probably coming for him, and then that's the end of the match. Sometimes I don't like how it's kind of like, boom, boom, we're done. I wish she would have maybe t- toyed with her a little bit more. Toyed with Lily. Like I understand at the end she ripped her up and everything like that. 
But I would have liked to see maybe a little bit longer of an ending where she's like really tugging at her emotions with Lily. It was just, hey, I got Lily, la, 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 and then boom, match is over. So that kind of bugged me a little bit. But all in all, I still think it was a good match. Did the right woman go over? We'll have to find out when Alexa Bliss comes back. I do wish they would have given it to her, and not just because it was in Columbus, Ohio. I do think it, it's time to give her a title again because mm-hmm. uh, I want to see her run with one, and I think this is a good character that you could do that with. But I'm also intrigued to see where they go with this. I, I didn't mind the ending. It was kind of weird. It was actually kind of uncomfortable, which I, I, I imagine is what they were going for. But it was almost uncomfortable watching her like cry and scream like, you felt the emotion in that. So, again, I, I've probably said that a thousand times, but props to Alexa Bliss because she really shows how good she is at pulling you into a, uh, into a match, into a segment, whatever it is. I felt uncomfortable, especially when she got to the ramp and everything. Is like, I thought something was going to happen at some point. Like, something supernatural maybe was going to happen. That's the only maybe addition I would have had is something like that happens to where you think, all right, something big's coming next. A big lily in the box. Right. (laughs) Uh, But all in all, if they can tell the story right, I don't have a problem with the way the match went and the way the match finished. But I'm curious where they go from here. I do think it's potentially possible that they go back to the old Alexa because she did kind of rip at her hair a little bit like she's going to pull out the pigtails and stuff like that. But I think we're not done with this with this Alexa Bliss just yet. I hope we're not. I think we got one more one more round in in the barrel here. I, I hope we're not. I I prefer this Alexa Bliss, and maybe that's because I'm so. Maybe that's because I was so. Uh, we're Taker fans. We're, we we yeah. love the characters. Yeah, and maybe that that's because I I loved the Fiend so much. So I'd like to hang on to whatever connection I had to that because he got the can. All right. Speaking of men that have gotten the can, Mister McCarthy. What did you think of the match, and is this the end of this Alexa Bliss? Do we get the old Alexa Bliss back whenever we see her again? Well, I'll start off with that one. Do I? Want well, I'll them start to off with that one. Do I no, want them to get rid of the character? No, but I feel like if they weren't going to put the title on her, and now she's taking a vacation, they probably are going to switch back to the Twisted Bliss or Little Miss Bliss or whatever they do with her next. I mean, she showed talent. So we might just get switching characters. We might just get something completely new when. When she comes and back, aside from the title match, and aside from the title match, match, like 100%. I was into this match like one hundred percent. I'm downstairs, I'm downstairs making food in the kitchen, counting the falls, cheering for Alexa Bliss. Bliss. You guys know how much I love Alexa Bliss with her being from Columbus. And I think it was a missed opportunity to give her the title. But overall, I mean, the match. But overall, I mean, the match was great. I was hundred percent sucked in to that raw I women's see title match. Go at it again. I want to see know, those two go at it again. Let's it, not you know, forget they've always had. Let's good not matches. forget they've always and had so they good added matches. In a little bit, and so they added in a little bit extra story this time, and it made that, match, so time, it made that mm-hmm. match so much better. All right. Well, look, I I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was bad at all. I thought it was a good match. Uh, I thought that Alex was going to go over um, because of what's going on with Ric Flair. That's you know I'm not going to get into all that again. We discussed it last week. I ain't doing that again to myself. Please God no. But I I thought you know I thought get Charlotte off TV a month or two, let this whole thing kind of blow over and move on to someone else doing something stupid, and uh, then it, it would you know because she's a reminder of him so much because. Uh, in some ways, she's a carbon copy in certain aspects. Uh, she's much better athlete than he ever was, and that was that was on display. Her athleticism is incredible. Uh, Alexa Bliss's acting is incredible. Uh, there's no reason this shouldn't go on more. There, this is one of those rare times where I'm like, please do this match, you know, one to two more times at least, because these two can tell such an incredible story. I mean, Charlotte is an incredible athlete. She's she's good enough on the mic. Alexa Bliss is has charisma just oozing out of her character wise, and so I don't understand. It's one of the rare times I'm like, please let this go on some more. Like, let's do this in you know if they're coming up with another pay per view in October because because 
Saudi Arabia's got some BS rules on women. Uh, you know, let's do that. Let's let's. I think you should finish it off at Survivor Series. That, I think these two could make it work. I really do. We'll see what happens. But I don't have high hopes for that, given the fact she wasn't on Raw. All right, let's move it along. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, defeated the Street Profits. I was wanting to catch one of those solo cup boys, and I didn't get a chance to. Didn't I wasn't, I wasn't down that low. I was down pretty low, but not that, quite that low. So, what did you think of this match? Um, speaking of matches I don't want to see happen again for a little while, this would be one. Is it me or is the SmackDown Tag Division a little thin? Little bit. I mean, little, little thin. I, I, I don't, I don't know much about that, but I do think it's going to get better though, and we'll get to why later on in the show. Well, I hope so. I sure hope so. I sure, sure hope so. Mister King of the Hill, what do you think of this match? I thought this was one of the best matches of the night. I mean, I don't expect these teams to go out there and not put on a great show. I thought it was a fantastic one. I understand why you don't want to see it again, because they rely on these teams right here to just, like, carry that whole division. And, I mean, they're two fantastic teams together. They tell a great story. I mean, Dawkins really showed out in this one because, you know, Ford got beat up on SmackDown last week, so he had to sell those injuries even more, and I thought this was his chance to shine, and he did really well. Usos, they're always great in the ring. They, they, every spot, like they had those big spots in the match. Everything just went well for this one. The crowd got really into it too. I know I had this one little kid like right down from me. He was really big into the Usos and loved every minute of this match. And I'll tell you what, I know we didn't get into it back in the Becky match, but I'm going to just keep hearing that kid yell EST, EST, EST for like the rest of my life because he did not stop that whole match. He just went on with it. So. But that kid loves him. But yeah, like he, was, he was probably the highlight of the whole show. He got I, had a, I had a cussing kid near me that for now? the Roman Reigns and Balor match. It was great. He, I mean, this this kid was just, I mean, every bit of couldn't have been more than seven. It was just, kick his ass, Roman. I was like, all right. Yeah, the attitude there was back. Well, the kid I, I felt bad because I was getting the in on the holy back. shit chance. Yeah. And there were some kids near me. And I was like, oh. Mom doesn't hate my guts. The kid beside uh, you. Mom's like two two seats yeah, away from me, and I'm like, well, there was a kid going, kick his ass, Roman, during the the main event, and the father's is is encouraging this behavior. And I thought, first of all, I don't care what language you use. You shouldn't be teaching your kid to cheer for Roman Reigns. Um, you can you can say whatever you want. I don't care. All right, but damn it, teaching him to cheer for Roman Reigns is is just a travesty. I'm consistent. I don't care what character he is, heel or face. I don't like it. All right. So, Mr. McCarthy, I see you just beaming ear to ear like you got a hot text from that lady of yours. Uh, what would you think of this tag title match? I think um, in ring-wise... I think um, in ring-wise, this was definitely one of... Not that there was bad wrestling on this show. This was one of the better matches in ring-wise on the card. And that's easy to say with these two teams. All four of these guys are so good in that ring. And they have instant chemistry. You could just feel the the fire coming off of Angelo Dawkins once again from the screen. He was so happy to be able to have such a big time matchup in Columbus. He's a huge Ohio State fan. I believe he went to Cincinnati. And his excitement and focus really shone through, which a lot of the times will really pull people in. I thought the the right team went over because the draft is so close. I think you need to send the Street Profits to Raw, keep the Usos on SmackDown, and let them revisit this rivalry at a later date and make us salivate for it. Because it's definitely a match that I want to see again. Salivation, salivation. Boy, I'm hungry. All right. So, Mr. Napper, right team go over? Yes. And for the exact reason that Jason just brought up, um, I wouldn't say this is their best feud, but it's the second best feud that Usos have had in WWE. The first one, New Day. 
We haven't gotten that match in a long time. But I guarantee you anybody would kill for that match right now. Yeah. Make them want this match. Make them want it again. Because like you just said, you don't want to see this match again. Not for a long time. Not for a while. Make it happen. Getting Put little, them on Raw. Getting a little thin. Um, and honestly, we'll, I'll just get into it now. I read somewhere that, that you, we keep bringing up the draft. I read somewhere that they are planning for, and the, this was the way it was worded, many NXT call-ups to Raw and SmackDown. Come on up, pal. I guarantee you a lot of those call-ups are going to be some tag teams. God, I hope so. I'm talking... Grizzled young veterans. Soon to be recognized. Soon to be recognized <laughs> as either Raw or SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Um, I could, uh, I could say I could see Imperium, but I feel like they're going to keep them down there because of Walter. We need to get vaulted to the main. We roster. do need to get vaulted to the main roster. Uh, but there's a couple other tag teams that I could see them jumping ship to one of the other two brands. But I, I think that's where you're going with this. Is yeah, you should probably get the Street Profits off of SmackDown. I think they deserve to be back on Raw. Make people want that match again. Or you could honestly... I was going to say you could put the Usos on Raw again, but I don't want to see another switcheroo of the titles like they did last year. Good Lord, that was miserable. Here, uh, here you go. Here, you take your titles, I'll take my titles, and we'll switch them. That's that simple. Then why do we get in the ring and get our ass kicked for <laughs> Uh, but I do think you're going to see some tag teams from NXT that kind of fill the void that SmackDown is lacking. Because you're right, their SmackDown, their tag team division is kind of, kind of poo. Thin. It's kind of poo. Aside from the Usos and the Street Profits, it's what American Alpha. That's it. Well, they won't, oh, well, they won't um, push Rick and Ziggler. Huh? They won't push. They won't Rude push Rude and, and Ziggler. That's the other one that I was thinking of. The the what are they called? Dirty dogs. Dirty dogs. That's what I thought. Look, I, I, Dolph Ziggler is the most criminally underrated person in that oh, company. Oh, hell yes. Uh, I love him. And hell yes. Yeah, Cleveland, Ohio zone. Uh, <clears throat> residing in Hollywood, uh, Florida. So, semantics. Right. Semantics. Semantics, it is. All right, let's talk, because uh, we gotta let we got to let Ryan get the hell out of here. Let's talk New Day defeating Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and Omos. I am sick to death. Watching AJ Styles lose. Thank, Glad that got changed on Monday Night Raw, but I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. <coughs> I want W's. Because wins and losses do matter to me. To me. I didn't say to them. All right, right? Well, not a lot matters to them, apparently. I know. Can't even get the ropes fixed. All right. So, Ryan, <laughs> thoughts on this match? What'd you think of the winners? Aren't you sick of watching AJ Styles lose? If not, you can be muted out now. Well, I guess, well, I'm, not I guess I'm not getting muted out now, out now because, because I've been thinking, I've been thinking and I preached it to my roommate. I said, I'm so sick of AJ Styles being the one to take these losses. losses. He took that loss to Randy on Raw a couple last Monday, not this Monday, but Monday before going into Extreme Rules. And I was like, he didn't need to lose that match. Like He's lost consistently throughout, and this wasn't a time. And then I was worried in the six-man tag match that he was going to be the one to take the pinfall. I'm glad they swerved that and let Bobby take the pin. Because, because AJ, AJ does not, not need to be in any more pinfalls. I know he's established and he can get over at any time he needs to. But as you said, as you wins, said wins and loss matters to you. They matter to me. Because if you're on a losing me, streak, it's not. If good. you're on a losing streak, it's not good. Even it's if you got for even if even if you got a sound like AJ Styles, but this man is the best wrestler on this planet, bar none. Oh darn! I had him muted. Kidding, kidding. This man is the best wrestler on this planet, <laughs> bar none. Kenny Omega, see ya. Danielson, see ya. Chris Jericho, see ya. Ricochet, do a flip. Just, it doesn't matter. AJ Styles, in my opinion, best on this planet. And it's incredible because, theoretically, he's past his prime. But he looks like he's just getting better with age. I know Jericho can't relate. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Mr. McCarthy. Mr. After he says that, now he goes to you. That's perfect. Mr. McCarthy, what are your thoughts on this match? And aren't you sick of seeing AJ Styles lose? Yes, 
Yes, I am. Yes, yes, I am sick of seeing AJ yes, Styles lose. He's phenomenal for a reason. He shouldn't be losing at all. Other than the rare occurrence that he's in a title match, they don't want him to win. He should be on one of those John Cena type streaks where, at one point on the roster, he was. You couldn't be. You you couldn't be AJ Styles. They need to get back to that AJ Styles. And yes, maybe it started. Last as night on Raw. Match, I it was as far as the match, I thought it was a great six-man tag. One of the one of the things the WWE does very well, and I think it was booked in the right spot to open up the main card. There's so many people in that match that are so so over and so talented and so talented in that ring that this was the smartest place to put it. Would I rather have? Seen Lashley and Big E. You know Lashley and Big E go at it for the title. Go at it for the title. But Probably, you really can't go wrong. But you, you really can't go wrong when you have the new day AJ Styles and Bobby AJ Lashley Styles and Bobby Lashley really in a match, and it really it was an appetizer for what we got last night between Bobby Lashley and Big E. Because I don't think I'll ever get tired of seeing those two beat the hell out of each other. And am I wrong? Or is like Bobby Lashley even better? He does seem like a better chaser all of a sudden. He's so much better. The chase like, it's is like all better. of a sudden he is so all of a sudden angry, he is so angry and motivated and just miles ahead from where he was. Miles ahead from where he was. I'm not saying he was a bad champion because he, he was a great champion. He just got but, bored yeah. a little bit. But right there, yeah. once Big E took that but right title, there, once like, Big E took that title, it like shot him to the moon. He's doing everything that he's doing. You can't not pay attention. McCarthy, I'll make Logan mad real quick. How enthusiastic can you be when you got to defend the title against the Goldberg? That's fair. That's so. fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> no one wants to see that. No, hey man, I'm not on camera, that. am I? No. You are. I see you. You are. I <laughs> you see just. You. <laughs> I see him. I That's see him. That's why it's not working. <laughs> okay. Now we fixed the problem. Thank now you. I'm getting Ryan off. Now I'm getting kicked off. Now I'm getting kicked off. Ryan helps. What did helps. you do? What did but, you do? Somebody did something. But then I figured well, I'm not on. I'm not on camera according to this. So, whatever. Uh, but <clears throat> Goldberg is an icon. Not saying that he's not past his prime. Not saying he doesn't struggle. But if you can't get up with being a match with Goldberg, just based on the fact of, for better or worse, we talk about him. Think about it. Get the reaction. All right. Well. <clears throat> Any thoughts on this match, Mr. Number? Uh, well, you know, I'll mess with that here in a minute. But, yeah, I, I do have one one thought about this match. And, you know, Jason kind of alluded to it a little bit. We talked about things that they, they don't particularly care about. One of those things. Oh, yeah. Is this. Oh, yeah. Why was this not on the show last night being defended? I have a real problem about that. Vince, you may not care about the WWE Championship, but Sunday night, I did. <sighs> Look at that beauty. It's pretty cool, huh? It is nice. What do you guys, it's what do you, freaking heavy. What do you guys think of that title? Beautiful. No, it's nice. It's beautiful. I like no, it's, it's nice. Freaking heavy. I like it. You should have seen me try to lug this thing around in the, in the arena. I do have a bone to pick with Nationwide Arena, by the way. I got to the arena. I had no problems really getting in. It did take a little while, little while cuz apparently y'all cut the line and I did. <laughs> but uh it took me a little while to get into the arena. That didn't that didn't bother me. But I I got in, found my went to the merch table, got this first. Mm-hmm. Then I went to my seat, got there in time for the pre-show cuz I wanted to watch the match. Was very pleased with the pre-show match, um which actually we'll get to next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, I'm kind of thirsty, kind of hungry. So I went out and got me a, a drink and a snack, but I was waiting in line. I waited so long in line, I missed the first 10 minutes of this match. And the entrances. I missed the entrances. I missed all the pyro. So I'm mad at Nationwide Arena, even though I love that place to death. Yeah, I'm mad at their concession stands because they made me miss... Not only the New Day's entrance, but AJ Styles and 
Bobby. I was really mad I missed Bobby Lashley. I wanted to see that pyro. Did it look as cool in live as it does on TV? Oh, it looks pretty sweet. Looks pretty diabetic. Good. Well, damn. Good. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I hate pyro. <laughs> uh, so do I. I was taking a video of Roman Reigns' entrance. Mm. I remember that there was pyro when he raises the title. Yeah. What I did not remember, as I was still taking video when he went to the ring, there was a second round of pyro when he raises the title in the ring. So you will see when the video comes out that it looks pretty clean and, you know, not very shaky and then just stops abruptly. Why? Because it scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm one of those people, folks. Here's the story. I can know it's coming, and I can't help it. My reflex just—I'm not like I'm not even scared, really. No, but me neither. But your reflex <laughs> says you're going to jump. I'm one of those people. I'm the same exact way. So I'm—I'm I'm one of those people. I am one of those individuals, and I jump and I go, "Oh no!" Like even though I'm not scared, somebody could come up behind me just just. Put their hand on my yeah. shoulder. I jump. Yeah. It's not because you scared me. It's just because my body is like, oh, what is that? Yeah, and that's it. So, and, and I was sitting by the stage. Yeah, you, you were probably a little closer than and I was. Sitting, Where were you at? I, I, was, I was in 102 sitting right by the stage. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I was right there. You were really close and, then. And so every single pyro, I looked like, I mean, I looked like I was getting shot. Just dead. <laughs> just, I looked, yeah. I was shaking yeah. and moving. And what sucked is you know someone's watching you every time. Yeah. And I want to be like, I'm not even scared. It's a reflex. Because I'm man enough, and you, you gentlemen know this about me. I'm man enough. I would tell you if I was scared. I'd tell you. I'd tell you. I don't care. I get scared about things. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I'm scared of that heart attack I'm going to eventually have because I eat a lot of cheeseburgers. But. Yeah, so I, every time, like, I can't really enjoy the big, you know, AJ Styles pulls the hood off because I'll just be here. So that's that's disappointing, but, and then people want to laugh at me. And to those people, you can go to hell. All right. All right, I had to let that out. Okay, let's talk about this kickoff match and let Ryan go. Ryan, what do you think of this kickoff match? Liv Morgan defeated Carmella. I thought it was really solid. Like, I thought it was really Morgan solid. Like Liv Morgan is over big time. I can't. I hope that with her getting the win here, that they actually push her because I think she's been around long enough. She deserves this, especially with the fan reaction she's getting. But overall, I thought it was a really solid match. Carmella has grown a lot since she's come to WWE, at least the main roster. I think she's grown a lot, and she's vastly underrated as well. I know she's had a few runs, but. These two really put on a, a, on a solid match for a match, a for a match that, that a lot of people about, probably weren't that hyped about. Really but I thought it was really good. I was happy to be in, the attendance, was was to be in the attendance to be able to see that before on the pre-show and got in there in time for it. All right. Well, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I didn't. You know, it was like, well, it, it's okay. It, I just don't. I don't care about Carmella right now. I don't care. I don't care playing the mean girl thing, like. Especially when we're talking about Liv Morgan, who's also insanely hot. Like, so we don't have to, like, all right, both you women are gorgeous. Let's just kiss about it, all right? Uh, (laughs) So that's just my personal view. I'm feeling good today. Um, That's that's the only thing I don't care. Like, yes, did Carmel impress me because, you know, we all chanted you can't wrestle, but the reality is she's getting better and better by the match. But I just don't. Well, you know, playing the mean girl gimmick, it's like, Carmella, you're not over enough as a heel or anything to play the mean girl gimmick. Last time we saw it work was, oh, look at that. We're four wide like a, oh, man, this is nice. This is like, like Talladega. Talladega already. Right. Like Talladega already. Stupid <laughs> Skype. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, it's, it's okay. I only gave a certain finger. Uh, index. Index. <laughs> Index finger. Directed towards this guy. Directed towards this like guy. Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> so, Mr. Napper, thoughts on this kickoff match? I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, yeah, I, I can understand the, the, the gripe with Carmella, especially because it's like the, the character, it doesn't work. Because it's like, no offense, but they're all freaking gorgeous women. 
And, uh, like... Yeah, they are. Sorry. Yes, you're probably in my top five, but I don't necessarily think you're number one. So, and maybe to some in the crowd she was, but to me, sorry. We could, we could, well, we could put their ones and twos together and be great. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I thought it was a good kickoff <laughs> match. Um, I'm glad that they didn't put one of these other matches as the kickoff show. You know, I always worry about that sometimes with the championship matches. I thought, it, I, I, I got to tell you, I thought it was going to be Sheamus and Hardy because of Hardy. Uh, I also would have maybe liked to see the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Cause we, used, to be, used to be prestigious. Yeah, used to be. Much like this used to be and was defended on pay-per-views, but eh, I guess not. Lesnar's not even holding the belt anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Funny. All right, Mr. McCarthy, any thoughts on this kickoff match or the proposed Tag team edition of Carmella and Liv Morgan is a great tag team run. I'm sure it would be great. I mean, it probably would be a great. Tag I mean, it probably team would be a great tag team run. I didn't get a chance to see this one. I did read like results and reviews. It sounds like Liv Morgan stood out for sure, but I do. I agree with you guys. Carmella gets a really bad rap. Yeah, the character right now is. Terrible. But she gets better. But she gets each, better every time and she's every out time there. she's out and there. They very rarely and they very rarely have her do those short yeah, we had two one minute matches. Yeah, we had one a couple but weeks she ago. Goes out there she but she her, goes out there and she gives, gives her, us her all. Gives us her all. And that's sometimes that's all we can ask for. When someone gets hired by the looks alone. There is effort and development and talent there. And I think she gets the short end of the stick from a lot of the fans because she was hired because of how she looks. All right. Well, with that, Ryan, any final words for you bid us farewell? I'm sure you got a sandwich to go catch, and we can all dream of that Carmella, Liv Morgan tag team. Uh, any, any final thoughts before we, before we bid you farewell, sir? Um, as for Extreme Rules as a whole, I thought it was a really great pay per view. I thought WWE my put on a good show. My only gripe is, like we got it right here, it says normal rules. I wanted more stipulations added to matches. They all didn't have to be Extreme Rules matches. I just wanted some, maybe a table match or a steel cage match or something for the other matches to have more of a purpose. I didn't want to see all these normal, regular rules happening. But outside of that, I thought the in ring action was great. I mean, we had some close calls where we're like they're really gonna pull the trigger and let this guy win the whole crowd was buying into it so they really had us on on the edge of the seats there so i thought it was a great pay-per-view i was happy to be in attendance it felt great to be back there in nationwide arena and just at a wrestling event so overall wwe did a good job according to me for this pay-per-view besides the lack of stipulations all right brother well it's been great to have you back right here on to the turnbuckle and of course you can catch him each and every week on the red flag podcast with uh, me and Mr. Napper, uh, we are trying to work out the schedule for this week. Uh, this week was crazy because we, well, we missed the race going to the pay per view. So <laughs> we're trying to work that out this week. This week is TBD. It may or may not happen, but certainly we'll be back next week for Talladega. And uh, Mr. King of the Hill, let's Absolutely. get you back on here for Survivor Series, huh? Let's. Uh, how about that? But Survivor Series, Sounds one like of the big four, come on Sounds back. Like I'll be here. All right, brother. Great to see you. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break right here on To the Turnbuckle, and we're going to uh, plug something very special to Mr. Travis Narlin Apper. So let's uh, let's go ahead and play that video. We'll be right back. This is To the Turnbuckle, presented by Bruiser Nation Productions, right here on Heel Turn Wrestling on Facebook. Later, Ryan. See you, guys. See you, guys. This is Travis Snapper, otherwise known as Hot Wheels, back to tell you about the Cosmo Walker Roll by 
Okay, but this time it's going to be a little bit different because this time we are doing a superhero theme for the Washington World 5K. It's their 15th anniversary. We want to go big. We want to go super. And we plan to do just that. So come dressed as your favorite superhero or supergirl. Come out, all you Wonder Woman fans, all you Supergirl fans, and Batman and Superman and Spider-Man fans alike. On October 16th, it's a Saturday for the Walk, Run, Row 5K. The registration link will be above my head. Sign up today. Online registration does end on October 12th, though. But you can still register on the same day as the event. So no excuses. Still come out and join us no matter what, even if you miss the deadline and have tons of fun. But there is one other special part about this particular 5K because last year we went virtual. It was still fun. I was glad to see all the pictures. I was glad to see all the videos, but there was still one thing missing. All of you. And that's why I'm happy to announce but there is one special thing that we get to do this year as opposed to last year. But to tell you a little bit more about it, I had to go to a little bit of a special place. If you can't tell, I am here at McNamara Park. We are doing it live this time. I missed being there. I know all of my Cosba friends and family missed being there. Get out of the house, have fun with a bunch of people, and let's just have a good old-fashioned super time. Oh, hey there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruise Cruise Podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right. Pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com. Custom.com. Once again, BruiserNationProductions.KinCustom.com. And remember, Bruiser Nation, stay good, because I'm always good.